You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, where each and every week, alongside my wife, Pam. Yeah, I love being here with you. We get to have conversations with the SMR Nation, mm-hmm. where they email us, they call in, they ask their questions, they set the course for where we want to go, and then we go. We do. Because it's what, a journey. Because what we want to do is try to help make marriage all that it can be for you. We want married sex to be just the same, all that it can be for you. Mm-hmm. Because we believe it's sacred, and it's blessed, and it can just get better and better the more and more we get better and better. That's kind of the whole point of it, isn't it? It is. So the way you can ask your questions, if you've got something, is 214-702-9565, or email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com, where every email is read. Some are replied to directly. Um, but they help us know where we're heading each and every week, because this is listener-driven radio. We also ask you to help us spread the word. Jump on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, rate and review, leave a comment, help us spread the word that married sex is the hotbed for sex. So if you've not left a comment, please do, mm-hmm. because that helps let other people know uh, just what's going on here in SMR land. And on that note, Pam, there's some cool things that have just happened with Sexy Marriage Radio. Such as? We have a new resource and a new tool that just rolled out called the State of Our Union. I love this idea. Love where it. we did an episode a while back on... The yearly conversation that we would have mm-hmm. on our anniversary about... Would have, do have. Well, yes. True. Thank you for catching that one. Um, that would be, where were we? Where are we? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. And and it's kind of the state of us. It's also the state of myself and the state of you. Mm-hmm. And what's my target and my goal? And what am I working on? And where do I still need to grow? So we started fleshing that out more. Yeah. And what's happened now is we have a new resource, and it's a tool... Uh, called the State of Our Union, where if you want to go to smrnation.com forward slash union, that'll take you straight to the page. And what it is, is uh, you sign up, give us the information of your phone number and your spouse's phone number, Mm -hmm. and then when you want the message sent to each of you during the week, at the time Mm -hmm. in the week, you set the time. And the whole point is you will get 52 texts that are prompts to start a conversation that are weekly touch points about what's going on in your relationship and where you are. And so on a weekly basis, you get five questions. And then on a monthly basis within that rhythm, there's a couple of additional questions. Mm -hmm. And then on a quarterly basis, so every three months, You get an entirely different set of questions, which are more gauged towards where were we, where are we, where are we going? Mm -hmm. And the whole point is, over the course of a year, you'll have regular reminders and regular prompts to have a conversation about where are you and what's going on. And it'll just walk you through the whole thing. Helps you dive a little bit deeper and be more intentional. I think it's really easy to just go through each week, each month, and do the day-to-day and maybe I think probably our um as all of our listeners are 
already being intentional somehow by listening to the podcast. Yep. I'm assuming there's some, a lot of them probably have other podcasts they listen to and you're being intentional on that. But even then we might just be listening to it ourselves and not even having discussions. Yeah. Uh, so I think it helps drive some intentionality into your relationship together. Yep. Cause I, I have a firm belief that a great marriage doesn't happen by accident. And deeper connections don't happen by accident. We don't just stumble upon these things. And so mm -hmm. this is a resource that's aimed to help not only remind you, because you and your spouse at the same time get the same text, mm -hmm. which is the trigger of, hey, we need to have this conversation. And then the next week, same thing. And so the whole point is you pick the time that works best for you and your, in your marriage, and we'll help kind of keep triggering all the way through little reminders and walk you through, here's how you can have the best conversation. To, to focus on what's important, not just the immediate. So that's smrnation.com forward slash union. And it's 27 bucks for a year's worth of text messages and question prompts. I love that. Coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is a couple of your questions and our answers. I love the theme that we're going to have today uh, because they all will help kind of set up where we're going in the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads. You mm -hmm. can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash smracademy. We're going to do a conversation and an exploration into the whole idea of why do we lie? Oh, so we're making an assumption that we all lie. All that's coming up on today's show. <sighs> So here's an email uh, that we just got, Pam, that says, I love the show. I'm a recent listener. I've been catching up on all the older shows recently, too. They're all great, and I think that the ones with Pam as your co-host are the best. Aw, I, I thanks. Love the real couple dynamic. For, from your episodes, I've learned that I'm a nice guy, and I'm working on changing that. I have a question about trust and attraction in my marriage. My weight has always been a struggle for me, even before we got married. My wife always wanted me to get in shape for years. I promised her that I would, but it's never really happened. I've definitely tried over the years, but I've never made much progress and always put the weight back on and then some. After a decade of marriage and three kids later, this has resulted in me being over double the weight I should be. Ever since we finished trying to conceive our children, my wife has stopped initiating sex altogether. And that's not saying much since we never really had an amazing sex life ever. It's always been functional, rarely passionate. My wife has told me that she's having a harder time getting in the mood for sex because of my body. Most of her favorite positions are either very difficult or impossible due to my size. Just looking at me turns her off. When we do have sex, she always asks that it be in the dark. I want to change this, but every time I try, I fail. I feel like this is going to lead to a completely sexless marriage in the near future. What can I do? Also, I know she's lost trust in me since I've said for years I'm going to lose the weight but never do. What can I do to stop my marriage from becoming truly sexless and help my wife become more attracted to me again? Thanks. I think he's already answered his own question. Yeah, I think he's dancing around. He knows the answer. But it's a difficult one. It is. And the answer is, um, if you're going to commit to get in shape and live healthier and lose the weight, then do what it takes to do that. Yeah. Because again, a lot of times when we're talking about our health, because this is one of those things that uh, I came across this the other day too, Pam, um, where a blogger that I used to have uh, a lot of collaboration with years and years and years ago, I, I still kind of follow her mm -hmm. uh, from the side 
and mm-hmm. just read some of the things that come through. And she mm-hmm. talked about one of the things she did in 2019 was she took took away the bathroom scale. She stopped being obsessive about what do I weigh. Right. And instead she went, how do I feel about myself and how I look at myself? Right. That's Be- huge. Because there's a component of, is there a magic number or is there more of how am I viewing me? Because he's describing an issue of, he sees it's an issue. His wife has said it's an issue, but yet it persists. And so there's likely something deeper going on. This is a psychological component. This is a mm-hmm. emotional something, a medication of something. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a lot of reality Mm-hmm. that people face that they medicate by eating. Mm-hmm. And so just to go on a diet and not deal with the psychological, you're selling yourself short. Right. And I'm, I'm curious if that's really what this is because he talks about he'll lose it only to then gain it back and then some. Right. Which that's a pretty common occurrence. And so this is more how do you start to go down a healthier lifestyle knowing my weight will follow that path. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the other option is, because at the end of his question, how do I keep this from becoming a sexless marriage? Because I'm afraid it's going to. I mean, she's pretty clear on where she stands. Right? Yeah. So in, in a lot of ways, the pressure is on his shoulders to address himself. Mm-hmm. And how does he care for himself? What does he do about that? Mm-hmm. Or the alternative is, because this is the other component, the other side of this coin, mm-hmm. grow to a point in your own psyche of I am good with me and bring that to her and say, you know what, baby, I know that you don't like this, but this is what this is. I'm not doing anything about it because he's talking about he buys her off with his phrases, but he doesn't follow through. So she's lost trust in him. Yeah. And that destroys many marriages. Not it, just in the weight arena, it, right? It does, but even confidence in yourself does not mean that she's going to end up No. liking No, that. it's not it may not be a turn on, but at least it's honest like it sounds like she's trying to be. Right. That look, I got a problem with your weight. Right? This is what we talked about last week too yeah. with it wasn't about weight, but it was about uh performance anxiety. Mhm. And so it's a gridlock issue of having to face, if you follow the train all the way through where this inevitably may end up, there are really tough choices to be made. Mm-hmm. So what is it that gets you to the deeper level to where you start to recognize the critical mass decision that needs to be made? Mm-hmm. The leap of faith decision that needs to be mm-hmm. made. Because that's where you then start with baby steps. And it's not about a fad diet to try to lose it quick. Mm-mm. It's more of a lifestyle shift. Total lifestyle. It's a change of what you eat. It's a change of how you act, how active you are. It's a change of how you view about yourself. I mean, we used to have a sponsor, Noom, mm-hmm. that does a whole lot with the psychology, the cognitive behavioral approach that goes alongside. I like that idea. Right. Because it's helping you get a new relationship with food. Right. And so this is the whole different, whole same concept of how do you have a new relationship with your spouse? in the context of how you have a new relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you're really faced with the way he's the way he's describing it, he knows his next step. Question is, dude, are you willing to take it? So another email that came in that says, hey there, 
I'm new to the podcast and listening to this episode, I was shocked to hear how many times people have sex in their marriage. And this is, she's referencing one where I think the, the conversation was they have it pretty regularly. Right. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't remember exactly the correlation, but just to try to fill in that gap, that gap as I'm reading it. Okay. My husband and I have sex maybe a handful of times a year. I'm not kidding. We just had our four year anniversary. I don't feel attracted to my husband in that manner. I used to, but something he said to me before we got married turned me off, if that makes sense. He also said that we don't have a physical relationship. Ours is more emotional. I don't know. I feel like we're just roommates, to be honest. I'd be curious to hear if anyone else feels like this. Thanks. That's interesting that he's specifically calling out. It's like, it sounds like a proclamation of... No, we have an emotional relationship, not a physical relationship. Yeah. As a, here's, here's the state of our union. Right. Um, yeah, we exist in the emotional component only. That, that's, where, that's where we reside. Yeah, and I'm trying to understand the rationale for that. Yeah. Um, there's, there are, I, I'm going to chase a couple of different trails in okay. this one. And so I might need your help, Pam, on either... Uh, filling in with what you hear to help see if it makes sense, or that's enough of that trail. Let's move to another one. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Okay. Which I've been married to you for a long time. I know. I know we can do this for each other. So. Right. Right. <laughs> um, the big thing that jumps out to me is this idea. It's something he told me before we got married that turned me off. That I, what? Because I can totally understand how that happens. Mm-hmm. Right, that it's where something is is dropped, and information is shared, and it is a gut punch to the spouse. Right, it's a life changer on how you look at them or how you believe that they look at you. Right. Yeah. Right, and so it's I I, I would want to know what that was. Mm-hmm. So like, if this is a couple in my office, uh, that would be a straight out okay. What did you say? Yeah. Right, because that's incredibly important data because all I can do without that is just start to fill in what are my hypotheses of Mm -hmm. what was said. Right. And one of them is the possibility of just promiscuity beforehand. Right. Or sexual energy leaking everywhere with pornography or acting out. Or, I mean, there's all kinds of different behaviors. I'm thinking same sex. And that's the other one, too, that comes to my mind is mm-hmm. I, have a, I struggle with the same sex attraction, because even if you just share that, whether you act on it or not, that changes the dynamic mm-hmm. for a woman. That's a that's a that's a huge hit for, yeah, for both. Well, either way, I'm, I don't think you have to specify that one. Fair enough. But I'm going off of the way the email on, yeah. on how something like that completely changed the way she looked at him. Mm-hmm. And so. I'm just curious, what is that? Because then she's talking about where, where her dilemma now becomes is I'm guessing she's wanting a physical relationship because she's shocked that they don't have as much physical contact as they do. Right. I, I get the impression that she would want that, that doesn't want to just be roommates. Okay. Yeah. So then my questions start to become, when you do have sex the handful of times, how does that happen? Yeah, is it enjoyable? What's, who initi- who well, initiates yeah, what it? What starts that? Who yeah. who makes that happen? 
Right. Because that's good information to understand. And these are things I think every couple can benefit from just looking at, you know, sex doesn't happen by accident in relationships. It's for sure marriage. Right. So when we do have sex, how does it start? How does it, how does it happen? Mm-hmm. And then who plays what role throughout it? And is it enjoyable? Is it just functional? Or is it just kind of perfunctory just getting it done because we just want to check it off the list and it's not even enjoyable for either one of you? Because mm-hmm. there can be all across the range of, of what's going on because we're just trying to do this all in name only. I'm trying to read your face. <laughs> I, well, I'm just... Um... I'm trying to understand that too. I, I mean, I go into marriage making an assumption that that's just what's going to happen. So there's so many unknowns on this email that make you ask all these other questions. I'm like, I want to, I want to get her on a call to say, to, to ask all these questions. Yeah, to, to be able to get deeper. that extra data Yes, to know what's, what are the answers to these questions? Mm-hmm. Because I, here's where I want to springboard though. Okay. Because what what she's framing is she just sees husband in a platonic way mm-hmm. because of whatever happened before they got married, whatever was said. So that changed the whole dynamic. So then it becomes this rock in the hard place of do I want a sexual relationship in my marriage or not? Because there can be satisfactory relationships among two people where sex is not a part of the equation because whatever else it is that's going on in their marriage is, is worth it enough for them. And if people can consciously make that choice, who am me, who am I, or who are we to say, well, you should be having sex. Well, it, perfectly valid. I, I didn't get the impression that it was her that didn't want it with him saying, well, our relationship is just emotional. I get the impression it's, him not. He's the lower desire. It. She's he the higher desire. And so in, in essence, then the dilemma becomes for her if she wants to move this beyond roommates and into something that's more than just a handful of times a year, it's likely on her shoulders to make that happen, which then she's now having to come face to face with. I'm not attracted to this guy because of whatever it was. Right. And so I would then pivot the conversation to then have her start to examine. If he comes back at, well, we don't have a physical relationship. Ours is more emotional. There's your springboard. If springboard he says, to what? If, if he says we have more of an emotional relationship, one of the things she could do is then just meet him with her emotion, the rawness of it, the reality of it, the realness of it. Say, you know what? Here's where I am in this relationship. Mm. Here's the dilemma I've got in this relationship. And then when you also couple that with a legitimate, I don't know what I want to do with this yet. Yeah. You at least clear the air. I mean, we're big proponents of this throughout the whole course of Sexy Marriage Radio of honesty is the path forward. Yeah. And sometimes honesty is incredibly uncomfortable and incredibly painful mm-hmm. and you have to it's going to drudge up some different things in the from from your Anxiety relationship field and and you get all of these other past things that can just come back but the whole point of it is you hopefully start to recognize when you really do make this move towards this is me moving into my life in the context of my marriage by owning me more 
and being able to say, okay, I struggle because I'm not attracted to you either when it comes to the physical component. Mm -hmm. It seems like we do have sex and it's just a moderate amount of times. Mm -hmm. And if she's in the camp of, I really want more than that, then own that, claim it to at least have it out there in the open. Absolutely. If she doesn't want that, own that, claim that, because maybe he's okay with that, it sounds like. Because, okay, well then we just are roommates and we just do life well together other than we're not lovers. Yeah. And at least then it's clear and it's out in the open. But you have to recognize that when I make these kinds of moves, which Nars refers to these as the leap of faith, which is basically saying... I'm starting to claim myself better, and it could cost me my relationship. In reality, it will cost the relationship I've got currently. It's just a question of, do we want to create something that's more in line with what I do want together? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can be with the same person and turn it into a totally different relationship. That's right. what I mean, you're I've referring got a, to. Yes. I've got a guy in one of my mastermind groups that says, he put it. He put this in the discussion saying he shared with his wife a couple of months back, I want, I'm going to have a fantastic sexual relationship or an awesome sexual relationship with my wife in my marriage. It will be awesome if you're the wife. Oh, that's strong. Yeah. <laughs> Because I would love it with you as the wife. I mean, it's just... That's a little bit of a... Okay. All I mean, right. he's just All claiming right. he's, a he's boldness claiming of yeah. this is where I'm heading. I'm not sure how I would have taken that terminology. <laughs> but go for it. Make it strong with your wife, man. Well, but that's, Make it strong. But that's the whole point of... Because if I don't look at it through the lens of... I am free to choose what I want to choose and be willing to take the consequences for my choice. I am then beholden to someone else if I won't look at it through that, that lens. Mm -hmm. Because then immediately my spouse holds all the cards. Right. And I'm just trying to figure out how do I navigate around whatever was said, whatever the past is, whatever, rather than, no, I'm going to do my work and I'm going to deal with this and I'm going to confront it and usually that means I'm going to have some help along the way. Mm -hmm. So get yourself with a good therapist. Get on a get on a call with me, mm -hmm. um, and we're going to work through this. But I know full well I may not end up with what I've got right now, as far as a relationship. But hopefully, the point would be, it's even better. Right. It doesn't sound like what you've got right now is what you're wanting. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the honesty component of yeah. this. That that's the idea of being able to be completely clear about here's where I am because I think tell me if I if you hear this the way I'm thinking this a lot of times I think we are we're reluctant to tell someone where we are when it comes to some of these bigger issues because I haven't really thought it all the way through yet right I don't have soup to nuts if you will I don't have oh. I, I want this and this well, and you're this. speaking my language right now because I that's how I am, right? I let something build up. I don't want to say it because I know when I just I react and just blah, 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 right. and, it, and it all comes out and it may not sound fabulous and it's it it it, it can ignite you and I don't right. know how that's going to go. Right, but the point would be, we have to get past the idea of I won't have this all the way thought out because I don't have every permutation possible thought out. 
but I can have a clearer picture of here is where I am right now. Okay. Here's how this hits me now. This is the, and this is the, I, the concept we've been on for the last year or so. Mm-hmm. This is how what's going on is impacting me. And that's what I'm addressing mm-hmm. because that's the, that's the same thing as being able to say, look, the way that just unfolded, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be part of that anymore. And then it's going to be met with, well, what are you just going to leave? It's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's what that means, but I am saying right now, I'm not a part of that anymore. Hmm. And that's a different dynamic that you just claim some power. And then you put at the same time, you're leaving this void to see if your partner steps in to claim their power. Right. You don't want to be married to a weakling. Right. You both want to have your power that you do claim right. to be strong together and, and be compassionate with each other as well. Right. Right. And so this is this is the whole concept of just being able to be honest about I feel like we're just roommates. And if she's okay with that, bring that to bear. And if you're not, let that be known to. Mm-hmm. Because that's the step forward. Right. Knowing it's clean pain I'm after. So it's not always clean as far as not always easy. That's the easier way. That's easy. the better way to yeah. say it. But when I can deal with it head on, it becomes clean. And that's the stuff that heals. Everything else just festers and keeps coming back up. I love the fact that we can do, you know, like a 20, 25 minute extended content and solve the whole concept of world, the lying in the world, right? We got it covered. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so funny to me to think about how um, just the sophistication our brains can go mm-hmm. and, and all the different aspects that we get in caught, caught in in life, right? Where we get information that happens in marriage that it's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to take care of that and I never do. And then I, it wreaks havoc and I have to mm-hmm. face the consequences. Right, or, right. I thought sex was going to happen more. Well, it doesn't. And, you know, and it's just all of these kinds of things. But I got to just start constantly keep coming back to what's my role in this? Yeah. How am I possibly doing the very thing that drives me crazy about my spouse? Mm -hmm. Because when I can get that in check, I give myself a whole lot more clean pressure I can bring to my life Mm -hmm. and my marriage, which I think that's what we all want to do. That's right. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. If we left something undone. 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. We'll see you next time.